Hi everyone, I'm Sister Mary Elizabeth from Seeds of the Word Community and I would like to welcome all of you that are joining us this Monday, January 24th, in the third week in Ordinary Time. For today, the church celebrates January 24th, St. Francis de Sales. A leader of the Catholic Reformation, Francis was born in France in 1567. His family insisted he study law rather than enter the seminary. After obtaining doctorates in both canon and civil law by the ages by the age of 24, Francis chose religious life instead. His family eventually became reconciled to his choice and he was ordained in 1593. Appointed Bishop of Geneva in 1602, Francis reorganized the diocese, reformed religious education, established a seminary, and founded schools. He lived a life of austerity and simplicity, sharing with the poor. Wise and intelligent, he emphasized both the loving kindness of God and the human capacity for love. Francis was beatified the year he died, 1622 the first formal beatification to take place in St. Peter's, and canonized in 1665. He is the patron saint of writers and journalists, and of the deaf. So St. Francis is Sales, this great bishop of our church, that left us this legacy of being kind and loving, and also knowing the capacity to love of human life a great saint. Let us ask his intercession today. And for the reading of the Word of God for this day, for this Monday, we will read Second Samuel chapter 5, verses 1 to 7, then verse 10. Responsorial Psalm is Psalm 89, 8-9, and the Gospel is from St. Mark chapter 3, verses 22 to 30. Let's start the reading of the Word of God. All the tribes of Israel came to David in Hebron and said, Look, we are bone and flesh. For some time, while Saul was king over us, it was you who led out Israel and, bought, and brought it in. The Lord said to you, It is you who shall be shepherd of my people Israel, you who shall be ruler over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to King to the king at Hebron, and King David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign, began to reign, and he reigned forty years at Hebron. He reigned over Judah seven years and six months. And at Jerusalem, he reigned over all Israel and Judah 33 years. The king and his men marched to Jerusalem against the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, who said to David, You will not come in here, even the blind and the lame will turn you back. Thinking, David cannot come in here. Nevertheless, David took this took the stronghold of Zion, which is now the city of David. And David became greater and greater, for the Lord, the God of hosts, was 
with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the first reading today, we see the anointing of King David as the king of Israel. So the first book of Samuel tells us that the prophet, prophet Samuel went to him. Prophet Samuel was the first one who anointed him king. But he was a little boy. He was young. He was this boy that was shepherding the sheep of his father. That God showed Samuel who was to be the next king after Saul. And then there was years in this relationship of David with, uh, between David and Saul. David went to the court. David uh, started serving the king Saul. David fought with Goliath. And then Saul was trying to kill David. So years passed by. And then when Saul was killed, the people of Israel recognized in David the next king. The people of Israel heard, they all knew that God had chosen David to be the next king. So they said, look at us, we are flesh and bone, so we are suffering. In this last years of the kingship, of the, the, king, the reign of Saul, we were, we were famine, in famine. Take care of us. And David goes and he accepts to become a king over Israel. But it's beautiful here to see that the people recognized in David that he was a king. People recognized the call that God had made to David. And they anointed David king and says David was 30 years old, pretty young. A young man, 30 years old, became the king of Israel, of the people of Israel and reigned over them 40 years. 40 years that King David was the beloved king over Israel. Today, facing this scripture, we can ask ourselves in prayer. If are we able to recognize God's plan in our lives? The people of Israel recognized that David was the king, was to be the next king. Do we recognize in our lives what God's, God's dreams for us, God's desire, what he wants for, for us in the next step, in the next stage? Are we able to do that, to recognize it? It is important to recognize God's ways in our ways, to recognize God's presence among us and God's desire for each one of us. The Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 89 says, If you spoke in a vision to your faithful one and said, I have set the crown on one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found my servant David with holy oil. I have anointed him. My hand shall always remain with him. My arm also shall reign, also shall strengthen him. My faithfulness and steadfast love shall be with him, and in my name his horn shall be exalted. I will set his hand on the sea, and he and and his right hand on the rivers. 
And the Gospel today from St. Mark chapter 3 verses 22 to 30 says, Some scribes who came down from Jerusalem said of Jesus, He has Beelzebul, and by the ruler of the demons he casts out demons. And Jesus called them to him and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. But his end has come. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his property without first tying tying up the strong man, then, then indeed the house can be plundered. Truly I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemies against the Holy Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. For the scribes had said, Jesus has an unclean spirit. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Interesting gospel today. Jesus was casting out demons throughout the region of Judea, of Jerusalem. Jesus was known in the region where he lived because he was bringing the word of God, but also casting out demons. And said that the scribes who came down from Jerusalem to see Jesus, when they saw Jesus, that Jesus was casting out demons, they said, He has he has Zebul, and by the ruler of the demons he cast out demons. They were saying, He is not from God. He comes from Satan, from the devil, and by the devil's power, he is doing this. And Jesus comes and says, How can Satan cast out Satan? How is that possible? How can I be working by the power of Satan Casting out Satan, demons. Jesus says, a kingdom is divided. If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. How can the king, the ruler of the kingdom of evil, can, can send Jesus to be casting out himself, the spirits of, of, the, of the devil? How is that possible? So the scribes were trying to confuse the pe people's mind. And Jesus was saying, don't believe it. How is it possible? Jesus is calling them to reason. And that's one of the beauties of our faith. We don't believe in things just because, just because they are like that. No. Our reason plays a huge role in it. Our reason tells us that this is not possible. Or how can this be true because of this and that? Faith and reason walks together. People many times say that Christians do not use their reason. That Christianity, that faith is for the weak. Because you need to hold on to something. So we hold on to God and say, Oh yeah, because my life is miserable, I, I have to believe in something. I have to believe in God. That's not true. It's not because our lives are miserable that we believe in God. We believe in God because we use our reason. 
and we look around us and we say, it's impossible that there, ha there not be a God that created everything. Jesus is bringing people to their right mind, saying, if a kingdom is divided against, it, against itself, that can, kingdom cannot stand. Wake up, people. And at the end, he says that every sin will be forgiven, but sin against the Holy Spirit. The sin that we commit against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And we can ask, but what is it? What is it to sin against the Holy Spirit? What kind of sin is it? We sin against the Holy Spirit when we do not believe in God. When we do not believe that He is the Lord of all and that He can make miracles. That He can act miracles. That He can save us. That He is able to heal, to cure, to cast out demons. The scribes were saying that the spirit that was within Jesus was the devil, was Satan's spirit, was visible. And that's a sin against the Holy Spirit. Do not believe in, in the spirit that was holy, that was within Jesus and that was able to, to make him make all these miracles. So this is the sin against the Holy Spirit. It should doubt this spirit that is holy to doubt the holiness of the spirit of god that is able to do things and many things and wondrous things and there are people who doubt this spirit there are people who say there is no such spirit as a holy spirit a spirit that is holy and pure and that knows everything that's a sin that as jesus said will not be forgiven and we can is examine our hearts and our minds today and see, am I committing this, this sin? Doubting the Spirit of God? Doubting His wondrous work and power in my life and in people's life? Am I being like the scribes that when I see a miracle happening, uh, wondrous things happening, I say, oh no, don't believe it. It comes from so-and-so, it comes from the devil, or it is not from God. Am I doing this? Because if we are, we are sinning against the Holy Spirit. Let's today read the Word of God and ask forgiveness for all the times that we, that we did not believe in the Holy Spirit, that we sinned against Him. And on this day, may St. Francis of Sales help us and intercede for us, this great bishop, this great preacher of the Word of God, this great preacher that brought many to Christ. Let's unite our hearts today with our Lord's heart and ask St. Francis, uh, uh, Francis de Sales inter intercession upon each one of us. Amen.